in the past month or so, Jesus has been pushing me to dream more than I ever have before. And within that, he's also revealed a blocker that I didn't even know I had. The second Jesus hit me with this specific truth, sister, I tell you, it's like a wall shattered to reveal a fast track to dreaming big with Jesus. Up until that moment, I hadn't realized how much my own perspective and as a result, my prayers were focused on lack instead of God's abundance, partly because I've spent most of my life in survival mode and partly as I came to realize there are some religious teachings still hanging out in the edges of my brain. So in today's episode, I want to pass this breakthrough on to you by firstly giving you the juicy details of exactly what happened and secondly sharing all the insights so that you too can make giant leaps forward in dreaming big with God. Let's do this. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus Empowered Maiden Podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relate Escape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. Dreaming big dreams. This is something that Jesus has been speaking to me about very consistently for the past several months, particularly in the past few weeks, to the point where he can't possibly make it any more obvious. I feel like every time I turn around, this message is coming from someone or something. So I'll share more about all of that in a couple of episodes where I'm going to catch you up on what's been happening in the life of Jen for the first uh, quarter of the year. But for right now, I want to zero in on a specific breakthrough that Jesus recently arranged, one that removed a huge obstacle when it comes to dreaming big with him. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm really grateful that we have a God who focuses on the internal. So, so often we as humans focus on the external thing that we want or we need, totally forgetting or overlooking the fact that the internal, meaning who we are inside, affects or informs the external. And the reality is, though, that our perceptions and our mindsets and past experiences and teachings we've been exposed to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, can all affect how we dream to the point where they can possibly be a blocker. And sometimes we're not even aware that these blockers exist, which was exactly the case with me a few weeks ago as I was sitting in church on Sunday. 
For the past few weeks prior to this, I have been getting all these words and prompts from God to continue being creative and to dream more than I ever have before in my life. And not just to dream dreams, but like big, bold dreams, because that's where God wants to take me. But I wasn't aware that I had a major blocker, not until my pastor said something during his message that suddenly shined a light on this issue, bringing its existence to my awareness and pretty much instantaneously providing breakthrough as only Jesus can, right? My pastor was doing a series on partnering with God. And during this particular message, he said one sentence that Jesus used to just blow things wide open. He said that we can't dream big with God if we're praying out of a place of lack versus out of a place of God's abundance. We can't dream big with God if we're praying out of a place of lack instead of a place of God's abundance. Okay, so what did he mean by this? I'm going to break this down. So praying out of lack means that we are focused on gaining or perhaps regaining a sense of normalcy or the sense or not the sense or the status quo to use another way of phrasing it, right? So for example, we need money to pay a bill. We need a car. We need a new job. We need a new opportunity. We need a new client, right? could be any number of things. There's something that we need for life to be quote unquote normal. And so we pray to God to help supply that thing, whatever it is. We're looking at what we lack and simply praying for that lack to be basically minimally fulfilled because our focus is on this deficit, for lack of a better word, that we have, right? It's Our focus is on this thing that we don't have, but we need it. It's as if that missing thing or that thing that we desire is like a large hole. And our only focus is to fill that hole to make things level again. That's our focus, filling that hole. That's what it means to pray from a place of lack. But... Does that sound like something that aligns with dreaming big dreams with God? Let's take a step back and think about those two concepts for a second. Dreaming, which means, you know, you're longing or going after something more, even to the point of it being extraordinary or seemingly impossible, versus focusing on lack. One is focusing on going higher breaking limits, having an experience that could be impossible. The other one is focusing on just filling the hole and making things level and getting that status quo so things are okay. Those two concepts are polar opposites. And that makes sense, right? Because, I mean, this is why when we, you know, we, we've been in abusive childhoods or toxic relationships or any type of really tough season, we, we don't tend to dream a lot, right? Except for maybe as a young kid is kind of a form of escape. But true dreaming, like the kind we're talking about in this episode, that doesn't naturally coexist with the survivor mentality. 
And that survivor mentality is something that we naturally develop during those kinds of experiences, especially if they are long-term. Being in survival mode is all about focusing on what we lack or could lack, possibly lack based on the situation or the chaotic circumstances or the behavior of others. I know personally for the entire nine and a half years that I was married to my ex-husband, I was constantly worried about lack. My ex-husband spent whatever money we had usually foolishly, and I was the one trying to keep the budget together. I was the one trying to make the numbers work. I was the one that felt like I was duct taking, duct, duct, excuse me, duct taping something together MacGyver style just to keep us afloat. My ex-husband was always coming up with crazy plans to do this or suddenly move here without considering the consequences, financial or otherwise. And so I always felt as if I was teetering on this seesaw that could tip over at any moment. I longed for normalcy, for the status quo. I wanted to stop living in constant worry. But that didn't happen until after my ex decided we were going to get a divorce. Couple that almost decade of of marriage with an abusive childhood and some other experiences. And it's no wonder that, you know, even until recently, my prayers have been focused on lack, on getting that extra money to get out of debt, to have the status quo in this or in that. My focus has been on filling the hole to go back to my analogy. But what Jesus told me through my pastor that Sunday was that approaching life and approaching prayer and approaching my perspective of what God can and wants to do on my life from a place of lack cannot coexist with having big dreams in him or having big dreams with him, I should say. I cannot dream big dreams or live big dreams that God has planned for me if all I focus on is lack and status quo. Because what he has planned is going to far outseed, you know, quote unquote normal and what we consider the status quo. God is God. If he has big dreams for you, sister, they're not going to be small. <laughs> they're probably going to be big. They're probably going to ignore some rules, maybe even include some miraculous things have more of an impact that you can ever conceive or imagine, right? Like, so sister, we can't dream big dreams from a place of lack. I'm not saying that our needs don't matter or that God doesn't care about those needs. They do matter and God cares about them. In fact, he tells us to bring those to him, right? That we're not supposed to worry, supposed to bring our, our needs to him, But being God, he can take care of those needs and also do something bigger at the same time. He has a much wider perspective. And while our perspective will obviously never match his, we need to work on widening ours as well. So how do we do that? We pray from a place of his abundance instead of from a place of lack. 
what does what does that mean right to pray from a place of abundance it's an excellent excellent question it means that we pray from the knowledge that god's resources are endless it means that we focus on god and what he can provide and who he is instead of what we currently don't have now i want to pause here for just a second to give a disclaimer what i'm talking about here is not some form of like twisted prosperity, prosperity theology, excuse me. What I'm talking about here is a change in perspective, one that focuses on God's inherent nature and character instead of lack. So instead of focusing on what we currently don't have and our desires for things to be, you know, quote unquote, okay. Instead, we focus on God who has no limits when it comes to what and how and when he can provide. And what he can do, right? Because it's not just about provision. It's about where he wants to take us. He wants to take us to new heights. And that, that praying in abundance, that aligns with dreaming big with God, right? If we want to dream big with God, it means that we want to partner with the dreams he has for us. And those dreams aren't based on our lack. They're not based on what we currently have or don't have. Those dreams are based on God's plan, where he wants to take us, and his ability to get us there and equip us with whatever it is we need along the way in whatever way he chooses or deems best. Dreaming with God means that we are partnering with his abundance. He can open doors and opportunities that we could never orchestrate on our own. He can provide the finances or the financial plan in ways that we can't. He can weave together timings and situations as, you know, as God that we obviously can't. He can serve the interests of his kids individually and the kingdom as a whole at the same time. I mean, God's abundance covers so many things. There's abundance in wisdom and resources and finances and connections and encouragement and help and support and timing it's quality and quantity. It's everything. At the end of the day, the only thing that limits us from dreaming big with God is us. It can be a case where like we're talking about today, you know, we're living with this constant focus on lack, which means we're not opening ourselves up to big dreams, right? Which is what I was doing until recently. But I also think that certain ideas or teachings also can get in the way, as well as attacks of the enemy. We always have to be aware of those. But there's certain ideas or teachings that I think can also end up being a blocker in dreaming big with God and looking to his abundance. So maybe you've been burned by, you know, twisted prosperity theology. And so you've just naturally developed this kind of aversion to money. So you can't bring yourself to pray for financial abundance. Or maybe on the other side, you believe that every Christian is called to be poor. Or maybe you've just never been exposed to like real legit teaching about God having dreams for you and how to go about dreaming with him. That's actually part of my story. It's not until God moved me to Ohio that I've been in a church that Jesus is a working on cultivating dreams in the people that are there. And as the church as a whole and B actually teaches about this from the pulpit. 
Look, everyone's God-given dream and calling looks different. Some people are called to a dream where they have a lot of money. Some people are called to a dream where they have less money. But God's abundance extends to more than just finances. Again, it's also things like timing and connections and resources and encouragement and opportunities. You know, all of the things. And it's also, also about how far God wants to take you. Again, it's about him wanting to take you to new heights. One thing that God is doing in conjunction with inspiring me to dream in is uh, resurrecting my creativity to even bigger heights than I anticipated. Creativity is a very core part of who I am. And until the last year or so, it's kind of been lost or just set aside for decades. And not only is God resurrecting that, he's been essentially telling me that he's going to use my creativity, creativity, can't talk. Oh, I hate when I get tongue tied. He's, he's basically been telling me that he's going to use my creativity abundantly, pun totally intended, right? That's why he keeps saying to me to like, double down on my efforts and my joy and and being creative and just go for it. God has some serious dreams planned based on his abundance. And understanding that now, how can I possibly go back to praying for the status quo? How can I go back to keeping my focus on what I currently lack? How can I go back to having, you know, a much narrower vision of my God and his plans and my part in them. I can't. I just can't. And guess what? I don't want to. It's so freeing to have this breakthrough. I cannot even tell you. I mean, I've been trying my best throughout this episode to tell you, and hopefully I'm doing him, you know, at least a little bit of justice. But sister, I want you to start working on switching your focus to start viewing life through the lens of his abundance and not your lack. Your needs and desires are important. I'm not saying that they aren't again or that they shouldn't be ignored. What I am saying is that in order to dream big with God, to really truly dream big with God, we have to change our perspective and our prayers to be based on his character and nature as God instead of our circumstances, instead of our lack, instead of wanting to settle for the status quo and just wanting everything to be quote unquote okay, because those two things cannot coexist. To partner with God, to be truly aligned with him, we need to focus on who he is above all else. So sister, I pray that this episode has given you the desire and the motivation and the fire to do just that. I know when Jesus revealed this to me, that's how I responded. I don't want to go on focusing on the status quo. I want to focus on the big places that he wants to take me. And I pray the same for you as well. And remember, if you want to connect with other women who are going after God in his dreams, if you need that community, that support, that encouragement, you can join the official Relate Escape Jesus Made an Online Community. Just click on the link in the show notes. You can interact with other women. You can interact with myself. Sister, it is time to change perspectives and go after the gold to go after our Jesus. 
and to go after those big dreams that he has waiting for us with full abandon and nothing holding us back. It's been a blessing talking to you today, sister. I am excited and fired up. Until next time, I wish you all the best. Cheers. Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies, and I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.